Welcome into another Red Out Podcast. My name is Colonel Stewart here, and I uh, hope you're ready for a big night. We do offer chapters, so if you want to skip ahead to some other news, that's perfectly fun. And uh, just uh, hang with us. We're talking uh, Western's uh, other sports tonight. We're going to talk a little bit earlier, and then we're going to talk uh, Western versus Troy, and then we're going to talk 100 Miles of Hate Week, so stick with us. Hey! How about them tops, son? All day, SEC boys. SEC, they both be SEC. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. I am not ashamed to admit in the past, I've needed a therapist. We all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor, who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode's sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you'd like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you are wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to BetterHelp.com Redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Uh, so, I meant to write down, pull my notes up here. Uh, we have not been doing a lot of uh, winners and losers. But I would be remnant. I would be. I'd regret not talking about this. Um, and I feel like. Did you just go Scottsville point. on that grammar, bro? I did, and I tried to skip over it. But thanks for reminding me. I, um, I believe it would be remiss, is what you were going for. Yes, but I got tongue tied. My um, wife calls me the grammar Nazi. Well, so sorry, I can't help it. Noel, side note: I always, I have time. I have problems where my tongue or my brain is going faster than my mouth. So, like, I combine words, and I'll just be, you know, I just blah, 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 and I just go over it, and I'm like, whatever, just go on. Um, but I feel like in Jared's memory, you know, we have to remember Jared here. Oh, God rest his soul. Um, the Dolphins beating the Broncos 70 to 20. I know we haven't done a lot of winners and losers this year, and that was because of creative design, but... Um, like I, I mean, how do you not mention an NFL team getting beaten by fifty points? Yeah, that's brutal. And you honestly, a loser. Do you have a loser? Or that'll be my loser if I, we're going to do it. Yeah. Well, I've got one. Um, how about Mel Tucker from uh, Michigan State? Did you see that? What happened to him? Well, he's been he's been fired now, but he was uh, basically playing uh, <laughs> sex games with some. Um, some lady that did like uh, professional development with him or something like that. Or she was like a, you know, she was a mental health person and he, uh, he basically took care of her, her mental health. Uh, hmm. Well, that's <laughs> how he tried to paint it. Um, he said, he said that it was consensual or whatever, but apparently they were having like bouts of phone sex. I don't know. It was weird. Wow. Um, yeah. It was like, if you're gonna go for it, why are you? Yeah, that's sexing uh, it up with some girl like I, you know. Yeah, that's know. Uh, that's different. Um, so he's fired for cause. He remember we played Michigan State, you know, last year. 
Yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, the coach that coached them has been fired. Wow. So, um, yeah, that's that's wild. Um, talking about it up, man. It's yeah, I'll have to look it up after Bill. the show because that's just crazy. Um, the Dolphins uh, ended up that I mean, total yards they had 726, and Denver had 363. Like any other mm-hmm. game, 363 yards is not bad. That's not a bad day, right? Especially um, in the NFL, yeah. Like, of course, some of the other stats, you know, are just. 350 also, yards rushing, 376 yards passing. Like I feel like I feel like Jared is just out there just living his best life well, right now. We'd be we'd be remiss to not mention also <laughs> Mike White, dude. He got a touchdown pass. Awesome. In the game. Yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> you know, Mike White, our boy, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Yet another reason to mention the Dolphins. I mean, he he had a nice little moment there, so in yeah, a historic that's game, so that's hilarious. Right? Well, he was uh, Mike White was two for two, 67 yards, uh, averaging 33 and a half yards, one touchdown. So that's awesome. Beat that Tua. Yeah. And he had a higher uh, quarterback rating than Tua. So bench Tua. Hashtag yeah, bench Tua. Uh, yeah. Seriously. We need to get that started. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I saw that and I went, oh my gosh, that is so. Of course, somebody posted it. And of yeah. course, the meme that it was with was the. Um, let me see if I can find it. It's just the audio here, real quick. Of um, uh, remember the Titans. Let me see if I can find it. Just take me a second. And it is. Uh, yes, you'll you'll know the part when I pull it up. Um, yeah, here we go. And this goes for Oregon, by the way, and Colorado last week. That was Ooh, uh, that was another too. bad one. Okay, here we go. Still fun. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, no. No, sir. Uh, well, it was fun. Not anymore, though, is it? Is uh, it? No, not by now. No, not it's not fun anymore. No. Not even a little bit. Uh, no. Make up your mind. No, no. Think. Since you're thinking now, go on. Think. No, is no. it fun? No, sir. No, no, sir. Absolutely not. Zero fun, sir. You think football <laughs> is still fun? <laughs> I saw that with uh, with Oregon, Colorado. Which, by the way, that was another. Uh, poor uh, disaster on Dion, man. I, I love Dion and I love what he's doing at Colorado, but kind of got thumped a little bit there. Yeah, they had, I mean, honestly, they were way overachieving to do what they've done. And they had a big oh. injury, too. The guy that plays both ways yeah. was injured. So that was a huge. Which, by the way, him. man, in college, how many people play both sides of the ball? Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, I guess Dion's found him a guy like him. I guess. I mean, I mean, you hear of some played both ways. He played well, and he also played baseball too. And -hmm. he played professional baseball too. And I think he's one of the few athletes to uh, go to the win a Super Bowl and win a World Series, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, I mean, but I was a huge Dion fan when I was a kid. Actually, had his poster. I had a poster of him on my on my closet door. Which, by the way, I played offensive line. The poster said, um, mm-hmm. water covers three-fourths of the earth, and I cover the rest, and it was Deion Sanders. Which, by the way, offensive lineman, <laughs> defensive lineman, yeah, that's that's not really motivational, but sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, those, both of those were crazy. And then uh, – uh, but um, i got some quick news here I want to talk about and just go over it real quick. Uh, women's Tennis has announced their – um, 
has announced their, sorry, I'm, I'm taking show notes as I go. Um, but women's tennis has announced their schedule for the year. Um, they are uh, the fall. I'm going to talk about the fall real quick, uh, but they've got 24 regular season matches with 12 of those taking place at home at either the WKU tennis complex or WKU South campus. Uh, their season will start October 6th through the 8th at MTSU. Uh, and then they will play in the Sanford Invitational at, in Birmingham on October 13th through the 15th. And then the Rice Invitational in Houston on November 2nd. And maybe 3rd. I think it may have, it should be 3rd, I think. Um, through the 5th. And then the spring will start off at EKU on January 15th. And then we'll talk more about their matches come spring. Um God, Lady Topper Golf. Yeah, yeah. Tennis matches. Late dates to be playing tennis. Gosh. Well, January 15th? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, Lady Topper oh, Golf. Yeah. Golly. Uh, yeah, Lady Topper Golf's doing really good. Uh, they are our, our uh, show favorite, Katie Craig, has earned her second Conference USA Golfer of the Week award this season. Uh, she okay. has had three Golfer of the Week awards overall. Uh, she stayed in the top three all weekend in Greenville, uh, North Carolina, at the Invitational there. And uh, she was under par the entire tournament, which, by the way, the only time I've ever done that is mini golf. Uh, her low score was 66, and she led the field in birdies with 15. So, awesome job. Wow. On the flip side, men's golf did not do so well. Men's golf. Oh. Um, yeah. Men's golf did not do very well at all. The uh, They finished 15th overall, uh, sc- scoring eight over as a team. So there's that. Mm. And then, um, oh. mm-hmm. uh, of course, some of the, some of the guys, uh, we had uh, Luke Fuller and Connery Meyer, uh, who've tied 42nd. Riley Grindstaff tied 64th. Stephen Warren tied 76th. And Nick Hoffman tied 91st. So, hey, good job, guys. Top Honestly, 100, baby. No joke. Like, no, Inside not even first like, century. Not even giving them grief about that because I probably wouldn't have placed, but I'd probably still be out there in a bunker somewhere trying to hit something. Um, oh, dude, now, I can't say anything. I hit a golf ball and it's going to go 45 degrees to the right. Dude, I hit one that went 90 degrees. I went 90 degrees straight ahead and I wouldn't, and I'm talking about like, if you're hitting a golf ball, if like my belly button was pointing where the ball went, it went straight ahead. It went like Uh 90 degrees from where I was aiming to hit it. And I I have a similar story. I was, I was at Audi. I was at Audi doing a, it was a manager get together thing. We were just (laughs) hanging out hitting golf balls. First of all, it took me like 25 balls to get one in the air. Um, but, uh, <laughs> there was one First, that I, uh, <laughs> you know, Kevin, I love Zero, right? golf, but, uh, yeah, I know they, they took it out. Did you know that it's gone? No, I did not. Um, it's so sad. you didn't know that. Well, you need to get around Peachtree lane, son, bro. Get up in that Do not get, neighborhood. I, well, I will say I did, I did visit the Mecca, um, uh, Western, uh, a few, three or four weeks ago, I think. So I have been to the Mecca. I have got to go to Mecca, the Western. Um, so I've got did to be on campus. Face towards I did. Hall? I did. I, I kissed Diddle's foot 
I know you're supposed to just touch it. <laughs> uh, then I had COVID for three weeks. No, I'm just kidding. But um, no, I, I, I did. I did. We had a, we had a birthday party. Uh, one of my cousin's little ones had a birthday party. So my little one wanted to go. And so we stopped by, well, we went through by Western and I kind of showed her some of our stops. Of course she's three. So she's just like, what's that? What's that? And you'd be like, oh, well that's, and then she's, what's that? And you're like, what do you think it is sweetie you tell me (laughs) oh my gosh yeah and she's uh she's the squirrel kid you'll just be telling something squirrel and you're like okay okay sure 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 okay um (laughs) so love my kid to death don't get me wrong did you want to hear my story Um, about audi real quick yeah i thought you finished it sorry no man okay so that was part of it. You know, didn't get a ball in the air for 25 <laughs> balls. Well, then okay. you were talking about you hit it and it went like, you know, straight out. From straight the ahead. Button. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, somehow I hit the ball one time and the daggum thing <laughs> goes through my, le- the ball goes through my legs, hits the backstop and comes up and hits me in the butt. <laughs> What the heck, man? I don't know how, physically how that happened, man. Uh, basically, it's like I went, like I was doing polo, but I went backwards through my legs. I don't know how it happened, but it seriously <laughs> got me. Hit the backstop, popped me in the butt. That's hilarious. That's what happened. Yeah. So Kevin and was like, honestly, go ahead. I mean, Kevin was just like, "Hell, man, I don't know what to tell you. I've coached golf lessons, but I don't know what the hell to tell you." <laughs> She <laughs> I don't know, man. Good lord! Still, oh, the greatest thing Kevin. was the uh, football trip we went on, and Kevin was getting on the plane, and you go in that Home Alone voice, Kevin. Everybody on the plane. Oh my god! The whole plane turned around. <laughs> Mark was ever. so pissed. <laughs> Oh my god, he wanted to fire me right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there was a few times. I know he was just like shaking his head, and it was so funny. Of course, I think as soon as oh, I realized we did it, I just started off. laughing in my seat. Oh my god. Oh, uh, uh, my gosh. Okay, so uh, volleyball has made it back into the top 25, so you'll be glad to hear that. That's right, baby. Um. I don't know. I'm, they they played UTEP over the weekend, uh, and uh, Kennedy. I'm going to say that's what her name is. It's how it looks like to me. Kennedy Cole yep. was named Offensive Player of the Week. I got to fix some of my show notes here because I was speed typing. I misspelled player. Player of the Week. She had 18 kills with back to back error free matches against UTEP. Which, by the way, awesome. The six yeah. foot one lefty was. She went six twenty one in the Friday evening's four set oh roundup. God. And then she hit 615 against the Miners defense. And combined, she oh, went for 619, uh, which was best was the uh, best in the country. Yeah. So wow. that's amazing. I Six, 619. I said this a week or two ago. That's like basically when you see that hitting percentage, it's kind of like baseball. If you're over, I mean, it's literally baseball. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Um, but it, I mean, it's still it's kind of the equivalent. Like if you hit three hundred, that's a you're good. Um, yeah. But hitting six hundred is incredible. I mean, it's yeah, out of this world good. And UTEP is a really quality team. Um, 
unfortunately they had one girl that got injured in the first match. Um, yeah. And so hopefully she can be back, but um, it looked like she might've blown out her knee or something, but uh, anyway, really good win, two really good wins. So, and then obviously they play Liberty next week, which is also huge. Liberty would be one of the other two or three favorites to upset WKU at some point. So, Ooh, uh, okay. Yeah. Hey, yeah, we got to really keep big, softball really rolling. Week. That's right. Yes. Okay. So we got Liberty. I'm just trying to get these dates so I can put them in the show notes. Um, we've got yeah, Liberty 3rd. on October 3rd, 4th. And then on October 7th, we've got Jacksonville State and then Jacksonville State on the 8th as well. So that will yeah. be next. I think they're doing that because it's fall break. It's okay. during the week, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. The the Liberty one is next uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the Jacksonville State is going to be Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday. So we can talk a little bit more Jacksonville State next week, but uh, yeah, Liberty is going to be a big one for them. So hopefully they'll do well. I can't um, wait to get. I can't wait to get it started against Liberty in every sport. I think it's going to be an awesome. I know, game. right? They're good and everything, and so are we. So it's going to be some clashes. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so big, uh, big news for Western. Uh, our soccer complex is our soccer softball complex, soccer slash softball complex. The ribbon cutting is tomorrow. Uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday, so it'll be Thursday at ten a.m. So uh, if you're listening to this, you probably missed it, but. Um, you know, they're getting a new softball soccer complex down there by what used to be called Egypt's parking and, uh, WKU soccer will play FIU on Friday at 6 PM. And then they will be playing, uh, they'll be going against Chicago state. Uh, they call it the pink out for breast cancer awareness. Uh, so fans will receive a pink awareness ribbon for attending the match. <sighs> so Matt. Let's talk yes. sad, sad, sad Western sports. WKU versus Troy. Yeah. I thought we were honestly. I will say Matt called it. He said you should take the under, and he was right. I will I be the first was to one point that. off on my prediction. By the way, if I could toot my and I put that in my show notes as well. Thank you. I did. I put now, that in the show you, notes because I was can like reciprocate from last week and just yes. say you were famous. okay. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> I shouldn't have bet with the tops. So, uh, speaking of gambling, actually I know we'll talk about it a little bit more later, but I was looking at FanDuel, and I don't know if it is what it is, but the Western MTSU game is locked. You cannot bet on it on their mm-hmm. online app. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that's about. But you can't do over-under. You can't do this. You can't do that. And I don't know if it's because it's a midweek game or what. So I have no idea. I don't either. Uh, but we're talking Western. We're talking Western MTSU or not MTSU, Troy. Um, I just I, honestly, I don't know what what really happened. I mean, we we just we came out and I, I, I guess we thought that Troy was just going to roll over. In my mind, this is what I was thinking. Um, we had a lot of difficulties on defense, but also offense. In some instances, we couldn't just sustain drives. Um, what were your thoughts, man? Well, I don't think 
I don't think it was a lack of like awareness or desire. Well, I mean, well, I'm not saying it. Was I do have concerns about. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, I think there are legitimate concerns about whatever this team's deal is chemistry wise. It seems like yeah. there are definite lulls where they just don't show up for multiple quarters at a time. So I am concerned about that. But I, to me, it just felt like we were exposed for things that we're not good at right now. I mean, and this was why I I picked Troy to win, even though, God, of course, I want to pick Western if I can, um, if I could justify it. But I just didn't think it was going to happen. It just felt like maybe we could keep it close with Troy and maybe have a chance. And that was kind of how it played out. We really – this game was not as close as the final score. I got really yeah. lucky that this score was within one point of what I said. It really should have been 10, 15 points, but we had some uh, – really opportune turnovers. Otherwise, this would have been a blowout. I mean, you look at all the stats, and they just murdered us and everything um, except the final score, uh, which yeah. they barely barely won. But, I mean, even, even passing yards and everything, 521 yards to 288. I mean, and, and at times, especially in the well, first that's, half. That's total, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in the first half, I think we had like seventy something. I mean, it was it was ludicrous how how tough it was for us to to move the ball. But I think it exposes our issues. We we don't have uh, everybody that we were supposed to. First of all, we have some injuries, and so that's created some problems. But we don't have an elite running game right now. Our offensive line has not given up sacks, but other than that, they haven't been that impressive. Um, in terms of actually doing anything else. I think um, they struggled, and I think there were obvious issues in this game. I think they had this awesome running back that we had, and we have no run defense. And so he was able to do what he wanted. Um, yeah. And then our secondary has been exposed the last couple weeks, which they they looked decent the first couple games, but now it's kind of obvious that, they're not as strong as we thought either. And so what it results in is WKU looks stupid on the field and ultimately has a close score that makes you feel better about it. But, uh, I mean, it was it was tough to watch. And you look down and WKU is like the 127th overall defense in terms of yards in the country. Oh, I mean, Lord. we've got some, some real issues. <laughs> yeah. Um, but – I'll say this. I mean, I think that we should have some people coming back, which we'll get into when we talk middle, but hopefully we'll have some people back that we've desperately been missing. Um, so but, looking uh, at stats, be... yeah, looking at stats, Troy had 24 first downs. We had 16. Uh, they were able to convert third downs, downs 10, out of, uh, 10 out of 19. Do what? I was saying only two rushing first downs for us versus yeah, 10 for yeah. them. And, uh, That's brutal. Yeah, and we had we only, we were only able to do uh, 10 conversions on third down to, out of 10 attempts, which, by the way, that's killer. And we had one out of 50% on fourth down. We were one out of two. Uh, they were able to do both that they tried. Uh, as Matt said, we had they had 521 total yards. Western had 288. Passing, they had 349. We had 275. 
Uh, rushing, they had 172. We had 13. So there's that. Yeah, that's just embarrassing. Yeah, I'm dude. definitely like, going to talk about that. Yeah, and then, uh, of course, yeah. penalties. Like, you would think that, like, we would be okay. Like, this is where I was like, like, this, if you covered up the top part of the stats and just looked at the bottom, you'd be like, okay, okay. We had three penalties for 21 yards. They had seven penalties yep. for 71 yards. We had, uh, they had two, we had two turnovers, two, we lost two fumbles. They had three turnovers where they lost three fumbles. Like, as far as that goes, like, you look at that and you go, that should have bumped us. And honestly, that may have helped our score on overall. Um, I think a big uh, bump in the punch in the gut, whatever you want to call it, was the Hail Mary pass to, uh, was it the Lewis kid? Was that his name? For Troy right so. there? Yeah, that's him. Name. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, 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 yeah that's was... him. It was right there at the end of the first and our uh, first half. And yeah, Chris Lewis. That dude went up and got it. And of course, he is 6'4 on the uh, on the stats sheet. So he just went up and it, it, I mean, as bad as it sounds, typically DBs are not really tall, like tall, tall. You know, so they're usually around six foot, but they're on the underside typically. Um, and that guy, it looked like he just was, you know, uncontested. They just, he just went, they went up for it and he just pulled it down. Yeah. I kind of watched that a couple times just to see like, how did, how was that so routinely open? Um, oh yeah. I mean, I mean there's nobody in front of him. Dry, they just jogged down there. Like if you, if you look at it, they showed the replay and they just kind of kept the eyes on the receiver or the camera lens on the receivers and just kind of. Yeah slowly went down the field they just jogged out there nobody's getting in their grill nobody's messing with them they're just kind of jogging out like they're running cross country and then everybody kind of stayed one-on-one and then the ball comes up you got a good three or four seconds to react to this and nobody towards where the ball is if i I wasn't mistaken if i wasn't mistaken though wasn't there like um Probably like I think three or four DBs like right behind him, because he was maybe a guard. They stayed on their men. They stayed yeah. on their guy, and but nobody reacted to the ball. How yeah. do you not get a little closer? I mean, they, there was nobody within a couple yards of those two guys. Our guy yeah. was right on them. Credit to him, yay! But he just posted up <laughs> on them and jumped up and caught it like it was nothing. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you're not physical, wrong. You got to do something. Slam him to the ground and get a penalty for all I care if he's that open. Like, well, you, well, that that kind of screws you up though. You can't do that. Am I am I mistaken in the fact that if a if there's a pass interference in the end zone, um, it in there isn't it automatic? Yeah, but it's I think you place the ball at the two, or is that NFL? No, or is it automatic in college? It's fifteen yards. So, I mean, if yeah, he's that still, open, like, I don't know, break his ACL and let's do this again. Yeah, but <laughs> no. But anyway, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was I'm really disappointed. Joking, course, but God. I, I was really disappointed. And the most disappointing part was the three-point difference. But, um, you know, whatever. Um, 
<laughs> it was, you know, have you remember? Okay, so this is going to be for us old timers. Uh, you remember the Waterboy movie? Um, so it's yeah, the last game. They're, they're, they're in the Boybin Bowl. And um, they asked Vicky what the score would, the final score would be. And she said it. And then that, like at the end of the, towards the end of the movie, you know, they're looking at the score and the reporter looks at Vicky. Like, that's all I could picture in my head is Matt doing that. Like, yeah, it's about to happen. I'm like, damn it. He's right. Um, so, yeah, that I think, honestly, though, I think I that I was wasn't. a big. I wish, I mean, but no joke, like, um, looking at it, I think that was the biggest punch in the gut. Uh, in my mind, oh, yeah. the, that was the biggest punch in the gut was that, um, that halftime score because that put them up. 10 to seven going into the half. And we just, I don't think we really, I don't think we really recovered at all. I'm trying to find a replay of that video. Go ahead. Yeah. It's a fair point about that. I mean, really, if, if, if we go into the locker room seven to three or seven to six, like say they kicked a field goal instead or whatever. um, Yeah. I mean, obviously, it completely changed the game. It was such a sludge fest, and it was a mess, and nobody was yeah. really finishing anything. I mean, Troy had tons of opportunities, and we really didn't. We had one drive, yeah. went down, and scored. Other than that, there was nothing going on for us. To come out of that half seven to three would have been incredibly massive, and it was just a complete and utter gut, gut punch. I completely agree with that. Um but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I kind of I think one thing that um, that we might want to look at, um, and I said this in kind of my grades and stuff, but I am concerned about how little we ran the ball. Like a lot yeah. of these issues could have been resolved by running the ball. Um, yeah. So we only had 13 rushing attempts, including a sack. And a scramble by Austin Reed. He had one called run, and then we ran our running backs ten times total in the game. Yeah, and then you had two so, receiver runs. Was that? And I and I didn't think about this watching the game, but uh, I just was sitting here thinking about it. Do you think that maybe they stopped the run or stopped trying to run it because we were having so much penetration by the defense? But I don't think Austin Reed was really that rushed and I don't feel like they really got to him that much. Yeah. I mean, I think he, if I remember, I'm not looking, but I think he took four hits if I remember right. Um, and then he was sacked once. So that's not that, that bad of a, a pocket that he was dealing with. They did have some huge guys up front, but here's my thing though. You look at the game and the reason that we lost was time of possession. Really. Yeah. 39 minutes, yeah. third down conversions, 9 of 18 versus 2 of 10. It's all coming yeah. back to the running game. And you have quality running backs that, that you can put in there. Marquis Step was obviously out. So he, he wasn't in. So you, you were down to your three other guys. But those are all competent running backs that you could put in there and trust to, to not turn the ball straight over for the most part. Um and they didn't do it, and I don't understand why. Um, I know it's the air raid and all that stuff, but, I mean, on some of those plays and in some of these situations where we're in a tight, methodical, low-scoring game, 
run the ball even if you get stuffed and yeah. run some clock and, and eat up some time so that your defense isn't on the field for 39 minutes. Maybe yeah. the, the Troy offense that is super methodical and is not designed to get 80 plays, they don't get 81 plays on you, and you only get 53. Like, we're, we're supposed to get more plays out as an air raid. You're supposed to have more than the other team. And we had yeah. 53 because we're not – we're not taking advantage of what is a, a bigger strength than what we let on. And that's our ability to be able to run the ball this year, run it a little bit. 13 okay. times is ridiculous. Okay. I will admit. Okay. I got the, I've got the, I've found the replay on ESPN. So um, I will play a little audio here. I don't have ESPN's permission, but there is, um, there is one of the DBs. I saw number 19 Virgil butters. Uh, no, not butters. What's his name? Marshall, sorry. <laughs> Virgil, Virgil, Marshall. Virgil Butters. Yeah, I don't know where I got Butters. Um, but he is right underneath. Um, so he is right underneath. Uh, uh, what's that kid's name? Um, uh, what's so it? he? Uh, yeah, he was right Chris underneath Chris. him. Do I? Yeah, Lewis. Yeah, it, Lewis. Yes, the, it was right. He was right under that Lewis guy. Um, and he, I mean, in basketball, it would have been over the top. But you know, I mean, and he he did. He just, I don't know. I don't know. My issue is not that he caught the ball. I don't care. You, sometimes crap happens. But yeah, but somebody should have been closer to the ball. There was one guy there that that's because that was his man. But everybody yeah. else. Was if you look at the replay and you see some of the angles, they're all way behind and they didn't really react to the football. So they either misjudged it or they weren't paying attention to the ball coming. And like you got to yeah. you got to clutter it up and make it a mess. You can't just have them freely catch it. Yeah, and like that, I mean, competitor. well, and I mean, there are absolutes in football. You know, like. Basketball, you know, at the end of the game, they're going to foul. You know, there's things that you 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 realize are going to happen, and you know, when you when the coaches are looking and they go, "Hey, they're they've got a five man. They're bringing in more receivers." You know, you you know, this is a hail mary. You know, you need to have your safeties, your free safeties. To, you know, their heels need to be on the end zone right there, automatically, because you know it's coming. You know, you have your DBs, right. you know, so many yards back, you know, back. You don't have to do one-on-one, but necessarily, but, you know, you need to have them back because that's what they're going for. They're going for that late score. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, it's coming. It was not a surprise. You know, this was not like the first series. Um, so that would be my argument for it. Like uh, to agree with you, you know, you knew it was coming. This is not a surprise. Um, but it's very disappointing. Um, I just was not very happy with the the performance overall, but I don't know, you know, where, where Ohio state, the guys came out and I thought that, you know, they came out really strong and it was one of those where you were like, okay, you know, Hey, y'all doing pretty good. That's okay. And then Ohio state kicked up, they kicked into the next gear. And of course our guys didn't have that gear. Um, this is not that game. Troy is not that game. 
you know, we should, as a team, we should have the same gears as Troy does. And I really, I mean, honestly, I think that was the play of the game. I think that was the play of the game. And I think that after that play, we went downhill. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's there's two ways to look at it. Um, obviously, um, you can look at it as that was ugly and a disaster, and that's completely fair. But also, WKU has still not shown their potential on either side of the ball, and almost beat a team that should probably compete in the Sun Belt. Um, yeah. Troy's going to be right there at the end of the year. And mm. to have played that badly, they're going to be right there. Mm. They won, what, 11 games last year? Shut up, Devin. Gosh. <laughs> um, they were 11-2 and two last year, you jerk. I mean, so, they were very good, and they beat us. Uh, okay. I mean, so first off, okay, here's my argument. What you're talking about with the Sun Belt. Marshall's over there now. Marshall beat Virginia Tech, by the way. And I think they were at yeah. Virginia Tech, which, by the way, whoa. Uh, that score was 24-17, if I'm not mistaken. And, it was at uh, Marshall, by Ingram, the way. But yeah. Was that at Marshall? It was at You're Marshall. kidding. Yeah. No way. Um, but anyway, uh, and then James Madison, they're 4-0. Um, Georgia State's 4-0, too, I think. Which, by the way, I sent you that video of the assistant coach pulling his phone out and showing the ref. Funniest crap yeah, I've seen. That was bizarre. That was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, who does that? Um, How about getting the ref to actually take the phone? That's impressive, too. Oh my God. I mean, but okay. In his defense, like, how many times do like your kids hand you something and you go, oh, and then you go, like, wait, what? No, I don't want this. <laughs> that was okay. I'll admit it. I was wrong. That wasn't Huntington. I could not believe. Virginia Tech went to them though. That's funny. Yeah, but they but they wouldn't go to us. Yeah, like back in the day. Yeah, and Kentucky didn't do that either. So whatever. Um, but anyway. Um, but yeah, you got James Madison and the assistant coach who has his phone on the sidelines, and Georgia State. By the way, Georgia State and James Madison are undefeated, and Marshall is three and zero. Uh, nobody on the, I'll say West is undefeated. They are all overall three and one. Um, Troy is two and two overall Louisiana. Um, I'm going to say that's the raging Cajuns. They're three and one Texas state is three and one. And, uh, Monroe is two and one. So, you know, that's, Troy may be one of the top dogs on the west side, but they will not beat the east is all I'm saying. Just saying. I mean, that may be true, but they're going to compete in their division. It's going to be them or mm. uh, South Al. Mm. Whatever. I just, like saying that. I just like saying that. Just they're a good team. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> So let's go ahead and put that in our rear view because I'm tired of being depressed tonight. Um, so 100 miles of hate week right here. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about this game. I'm not excited. It is a Thursday game. So that's yeah. my only complaint is it's a Thursday game. But the uh, Westerns... Um, 
administration is really trying to push this game. And the reason I say that is, let me pull up my show notes so I can read this off right. Um, the uh, If you are faculty or staff, you can claim two free tickets, uh, either over at Diddle, and you can go on WKU Sports' page, or <laughs> gate three and four uh, to check for to get those two free tickets. Um, there are also, which by the way, if you're administration and you're listening to this, wink, wink, I, you, I, we appreciate you listening. Uh, two free youth tickets with purchase of an adult ticket. That is major, dude. I'm just saying. That's great. I mean, at least they are trying to do something. Um, and of course, you and I were talking about um, off the air about the $100 season tickets these are lower level spirit sections seats for the last four games. Oh, okay. Maybe that's okay. why they're a hundred dollars because they're lower right. level. Um, okay. Now it makes more sense. I was thinking they were just general admission. You're charging 25 for a per game for a bulk ticket. That's, that's what I said. Lunch. That's what I thought too. I was like, how much are they charging for a ticket nowadays? You know, these are, you know, it's like 25 a piece. Um, teachers can also claim, can claim a, a $15 ticket. So I guess if you're a teacher, you can get a ticket for 15 bucks. I don't know if that's like a deal. And I don't know if that's for people with you. You know, I don't know if you, like if a male or female teacher brings their significant other to a game that they both get in for $15 or the teacher gets in for 15. I don't know. Uh, then they are also having the Big Red Rush. So the first 500 freshman uh, students, I guess they had to specify freshman students there, uh, will receive a free red T-shirt. So nice. So there will be Good 500 job. freshmen that will come and then leave. But... Um, <laughs> can, I get that, can I get that drip? Dude, tell me that did not happen like all the time. No cap. Yeah. Um, and then uh, something that we've never really mentioned, and I, I blame our, uh, experience at Western for this is Topper Walk. Topper Walk starts mm -hmm. at 4 10 PM. I never really got oh, to experience yeah. Topper Walk. I got to, I knew when they were going to be coming up the hill, but that's it. Oh yeah. Topper Walk, man. I, I was in a band and I did Topper Walk. I never year. got to experience it, dude. Because I was always in the oh, training room. We were filling up water. We were taping. We were doing this or doing that. And then, you know, we're just trying to get ready and get set up for games. And then it's like, hey, they're starting topper walk. So you knew you had about 15 minutes before they got to the bottom of the hill. So. Mm -hmm. uh, well, now but, they just let them out at Diddle and they just walk down for like 300 feet and walk in the stadium. <laughs> I think this, <laughs> so. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they start at like Van Meter back in the day or something? And they yeah, ride the it, bus. They start like way up at the top of the hill, like Cherry or yeah. like around the corner, close to Cherry. Yeah, which and for yeah. those of you who don't know, know, for those of you who don't know, the name Hilltopper came from when we used to have the football stadium at the top of the hill uh, above Grice and uh, by FAC and all those. the The locker room was on the yeah, other side of Cherry Hall. Yeah, they were on the other side of Cherry Hall, and the team would come walking over the top of the hill to come to the stadium. So they just started calling them the Hilltoppers. Uh, so that's that's where that name comes from. But 
Um, yeah, that's, I, I just never really got to experience Topper Walk. I, you know, the guys always started coming in or whatever, but uh, I was just thought that I'm was interesting. I'm sorry, Devin. You should, you should come someday, show up a couple hours early and witness the Topper the Walk. The greatness that is the 15 seconds of Topper Walk. I've watched the Topper Walk. I have watched it. Um, I have watched it because, like, I'd have to do, I'd have to go outside the stadium to do something with the Gator or whatever. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, there was other things going on than just, you know, whatever. Uh, but so Western's playing MTSU and uh, MTSU's had a rough year, just like we have. They uh, they've played they played Alabama and lost 56 to seven. They played um, they played Missoula and lost 23 to 19. Missouri, Missoula, whatever. And lost twenty three to nineteen, which, by the way, that's a lot closer game than I thought. They played Murray and won thirty five to fourteen, and then they played Colorado State and lost thirty one to twenty three. Is yeah. Mike Sanford still at Colorado State, or is he somewhere else? No, he. I don't know where he is now. I thought you kept having looking up to figure. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm generally aware where the man is, but I don't know. It may be at Colorado State. I really don't remember. I have no idea. Um, uh, I will say, at Mizzou, um, losing by four is not a bad result. Um, And honestly, against Colorado State, keeping it close. I mean, Colorado State gave Colorado a game. Yeah. Um, Obviously, to come to overtime, whatever. I mean, Colorado State's a pretty decent group of five team, I'd put them on par with some of the teams in the Sun Belt, like Troy or yeah, whatever. So I think that's a – I mean, if there is such a thing as a quality loss at home um, to a team that should be about equal to you, I mean, it's respectable that they were – that they've had some of the results they've had. Um, so I think sleeping on them, thinking that they're just absolutely terrible, is a mistake. Oh, um, good God. Here you go again. Home. What man? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> yeah, made my negative ways. I mean, whatever. No, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Freaking, okay, I've been called Pollyanna my whole life. I don't know oh what you're gosh. talking about. So, Coach uh, Mike Sanford. Uh, this is according to his. I really, really we're looking this up. <laughs> oh, I'm looking it up because I want to know. Uh, his replacement okay. in Colorado yeah. by Deion Sanders. Sanford took an assistant coaching position at Mead High School in Longmont, Longmont, Colorado, a Denver suburb, under Jason Klatt, the brother of television football analyst Joel Klatt. So, I wish really? him best of luck. That's what he's doing now. Best of luck to him. Hey, you know what? If he's happy, that's fine with me. Totally wish him the best of luck. Hope he's having, you know, Hope he's doing great. Hope he's being successful successful out there. You know, uh, well, I mean, even Coach Elson. Yeah, for real. Coach Elson coached. Yeah, he at, went to uh, high school. He coached Frank, uh, Franklin Simpson High School. And then That's I right. don't remember where he went after that, but he ended up coaching um, at. Uh, he was at Ball State for a little bit, Southern Illinois. He, was, he, he did go to Ball State because I remember when we played them and it was like, oh, cool. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah, so you think that middle's going to be sneaky? I, 
I think yeah. so. I mean, um, I, I mean, look, break down the stats or kind of look at who they've got or whatever. I mean, to me, they seem like number one. One thing they've done playing two Power Five teams is they're not averaging giving up over five hundred yards a game. Yeah, um, no they're actually averaging under four hundred yards given up on defense. Um, so they've played, th- I'd say, three quality opponents and haven't given up a ton of yardage. They yeah, haven't that... forced a ton of turnovers, but other than that, they they seem like they're probably decent on defense. Uh, heading into the year, they were supposed to be questionable on the back end. That's what uh, Stockstill said on some of his radio interviews and his press conferences. So, I mean, we'll see how they match up with our receivers, especially if we have like a uh, like a Blue Smith, uh, maybe Dalvin Smith. I don't think Michael Matheson will be back yet, maybe. But he's uh, – anyway, having somebody back that probably would be starting um, against a secondary that could be suspect. Yeah. I honestly think that – I know that – I'm just saying that people should respect middle. They're not terrible. But I also think this is a better matchup than against Troy. Okay. Um, I think – yeah, I think I see – Western getting it together, partly because I think we're going to have people come back. I think, honestly, I think we've had some defensive guys that were out that nobody's really talked about that were the bigger problem here. Um, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, obviously the defense is uh, nearly the worst in the country. Country the offense is is average. Um, so. Hopefully we can fix a little bit of the defensive issues or we're, we're not really going to go anywhere this year. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think there are some opportunities there. Um, I think WKU is distinctly better in some areas that are pretty important, um, like uh, forcing turnovers, uh, like quarterback play, overall offensive talent. Um, special teams is better. In middle yeah. for the most part, they've had some suspect kicking. So if it's close, um, you know they've missed an extra point. They missed two field goals out of four. Um, so I think there's com- there's some concerns there uh, for them, and I think there are some things that we can take advantage of. So I feel better about this one than I did against Troy. I don't think they're as good as Troy. I don't think they're um, they don't have as much ability on offense in one area. Like Troy was just with uh, Vidal, Kamani Vidal. He was just an incredible running back that you just know is going to have a great day almost every time out. And then you compound that with a terrible rush defense. It yeah. is going to be terrible no matter what. In this yeah. one, they have some guys that can play, but they don't have an elite person that they can just go to that you know they're going to get 100 yards receiving or, or on the ground or whatever. They don't have that kind of person, so it's not as scary. I did think it was pretty funny listening to some of the announcers. And I, okay, these announcers were very, like, pro-Marshall. And I I know I always catch a lot of grief for that, but they were pro-Marshall because it would be like, you know, I mean, you even heard it on the the ESPN thing right there where, you know, it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe they did it. And then you're like, Western would score, and they'd be like, um, uh, score by Austin Reed Jelly. Uh, for the touchdown. Jelly good. Yeah, congratulations to Austin Reed. Uh, I don't know what their Troy's thinking there, but um, uh, but 
you know, that always, that always gets me, but um, you know, uh, I think Western is, uh, I think Western's got, a, like you said, they're, they're a good matchup here, especially looking at the stats. It, it, it's a, it's a sour taste in my mouth to look down the stats and you see yards allowed 497.8. Like that stat right <laughs> there is the nastiest thing you could see. Um, yeah. and we're better than this. We're better than that. Western's Western's better than this. Um, we, I mean, we played Ohio state and yes, they've inflated that some, but you know, Troy essentially did what they wanted to, um, mm-hmm. you know, South Florida, but they so did South Florida, South Florida did too, but we could outrun them. We outran them with our offense and our defense did what they needed to when they needed to do it. Um, mm-hmm. and then Houston Christian, you know, they're just they're we're, we've got more gears. Uh, you know, offensively, we've got more gears than they did, but they still did what they wanted to with our defense, essentially. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was... I mean, uh, they made it a game in the fourth quarter. That was their goal. They were yeah. within two scores. Yeah. So um, that's that's always the, the kick in the pants, so to speak, because you don't... You know, Houston Christian should have been the game where we just ran away and left them. In all, in all mm-hmm. seriousness, we should have ran away and left them and I, I wouldn't have had an issue with that. If that was a 63 to 10 game, we, I wouldn't, you know, be complaining about it as much right now, but you know, it's, it's in the past. Like we said, I think uh, Western's going to do really, I think Western will do well. I think it'll be a close game. Uh, probably like our 2008 MTSU Western game. I think we'll win. It may go into overtime. These games sometimes do, um, you know, especially with, um, the rivalry the way it is, um, you know, it's not as much with the fans as it is with the players as it, you know, it used to be people, pardon the expression, gave a shit, but now I just don't get that feeling. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I'd like to hope that, uh, we've had better be rivalries. We've had better rivalries. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I. Honestly, the, I'm not sure the players feel it either. Um, I mean, no, maybe they, they do, but I mean, number one, anybody that's been at Western uh, currently has has beaten Middle and never had to deal with a loss. So there's not like that revenge, yeah. like oh they they got us or whatever. Um, so maybe they don't feel a, a necessarily a threat or they don't have emotion attached to it, but. Yeah, uh, I just don't. I don't get the feeling that Tyson stokes that fire about like, oh, this is the arch rival. This is like your I your agree. hometown art across town. And he's just it's another game, and yeah. so there's good with that, but there's also some bad to it in terms of like, okay, when if they come in and they're acting like they want to kill us and they hate us and all that, and we're just sitting there thinking it's just another opponent, no big deal. Well, who's going to win that battle if they're capable and we're capable? It's going to be them because they're more fired up and ready to go, and they're bringing hatred they're, and all kinds yeah. of motivation, and we're just going through the motions. I, I agree. If you stoke so. that flame and you get those old boys riled up to play, I I'm I'm with you. I think you know they're they could definitely do. Um, I won't say damage, but they could definitely put it over the top and end up, you know, thumping us pretty good. I could see that. Um, because they're, they're motivated. 
Um, and I think you should play into the rivalry to an extent. Um, I don't think you yeah. want your guys flying off the handle and doing stupid stuff to get penalties. But at the same point, I think um, I think you do have to stoke that rivalry and um, kind of kick it up a little bit. And I'm not saying like you sabotage the locker room and be like, it was middle. And they're like, ah, but it would be fun to see. But, you know, anyway. Um, but, yeah. Hatred, I, think, though. I mean, that's what makes it fun. And yes. Would you rather have a motivated team fired up to play somebody or would you rather just go in and just feel like it's another game. And exactly. honestly, maybe that's Tyson's approach is he wants steady and he wants cool headedness and whatever. And there's something to be said for that in some ways, but also sometimes you got to have a little juice and you got to have a little bit of, I don't know, chutzpah or something. You know, you got to have something there that gets you over the <laughs> is that Jewish. What was that? Get you over the edge. That's what bro. He's got a yeah, you, you little schmeckle. You gotta wipe wash your schmeckle. Anyway, um so uh just real quick, uh we're gonna talk betting. As far as uh Western's concerned, um Western is a six and a half point favorite. Sorry, I had to look that up. But Western is also uh at home, so they're gonna get probably about two and a half to three points spotted. Um what are your thoughts, Matt? Uh, is that an over/under scenario? Or are you just gonna what? What would you do as far as betting for Western? Or I'll give you something um, else: since betting is legal in Kentucky starting tomorrow. Do you have a better game to put money on? Um, I didn't. Do you I like to? A, do you like to be a, a gamer that... right there? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um... <laughs> I don't. I didn't have another game in mind. Um, I don't. I mean, and even kind of looking at uh, some of the ones in Conference USA or something. I think honestly I that my gut in in this WKU game, I really feel like that um, WKU is going to get more on track. They may not blow us away and uh, on a certain side of the ball or whatever. But I feel like getting some guys back is really going to make a difference. And I honestly feel like even if no one came back, I still think we would beat middle in this case. I just think it's a better matchup. Um, and so when you look at the odds and, and the spread and everything like that, um, WKU minus six and a half on ESPN. Some of the other sites are a little bit more than that. One thing when you're gambling on football, you look at the possessions, you look at the scores, uh, like where – like, a, for example, a touchdown uh, is a huge stopping point. If you're at six and a half and you like WKU, um, like you think that it's going to be good for WKU, um, six and a half is a nice number because if WKU wins by a touchdown, then you, you're you going to win that bet versus, um, you know, they've got to be within a touchdown for you to lose that bet. Um, <clears throat> and so if you think that WKU is going to handle business, there's a good chance if they do win, they're going to win by a touchdown or more. Um, so I think I, I just like the the spread on this, um, and I would just take WKU at six six and a half. The over under is at sixty and a half. Yeah, sixty and a half. So I, I probably um, yeah. Good. I, I'd probably. I mean, I think that one's pretty 
decent option to play with too. I mean, I think we know WKU's defense is probably not going to just magically turn it on here um, and, and to the tune of uh, keeping middle down in the – especially in the low 20s. And if we think the WKU's offense is going to get back on track some, um, I mean, that 60-and-a-half seems kind of low to me. I think I will go over there. Um because I, I think I've got my prediction for the game, if we're getting into that, I think the tops are going to handle business, and I think we'll win by a couple touchdowns. I've got 45 to 31. I'm hoping that we get the offense wow. on track. It looks like WKU offense, and I think the defense will still struggle to stop them a little bit, but we'll pull away, and uh, it'll be a high-scoring game. 45-31 is what I've got. So – if you're looking at the at the spread, take the take the over on WKU, uh, and take the over on the score as well. Take WKU okay, six and a half. So I got to show you this new feature. I'll I'll let you listen to it and tell me what you think. Um, Where's this going? Uh, sorry, I'm, I've got to type this out on my phone so I can do this. Uh, in the new iOS uh, iPhone update. It's this thing called personal speech or uh, live voice is what they call it. So here you go. Let me see if it's turned up. Okay, here we go. Matt is leading the predictions by one game. How'd you like that? Whoa. That's my voice. Kind of cool. But it sounds very robotic. I, uh, so you have to read like 150 phrases. It takes like 15, 20 minutes to read all these. Uh, and then it'll take eight to 10 hours or so overnight for the AI to come up with the voice so that it can say things. Uh, but yeah, you can do huh. a, like this. You can do this thing where you can actually um, like type out stuff and it'll talk for you, which I think is funny as I'll get up. Anyway, I'm easily entertained. Um, we should do a whole podcast like that. Oh, good God, no, man! That'd take me forever to type all that up. Um, <laughs> it'd be just dead air, and then I would just be like, "Responses." Just it'd be, I would be, it'd be randomly, it'd be like, "Game day stats." Watch CBS Sports Network. Game time: seven thirty p.m. Eastern, six thirty p.m. Central Standard Time. Seventy-seven degrees Fahrenheit at kickoff in Bowling Green. That's the whole podcast, and that would be awful. So, what would be fun is if I could get my wife to do it. I wish I could get my wife to do it, and I'd get it on my phone, and I would be like, "Yes, honey, we can do da 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 tonight." And she'd be like, "I never said that. (laughs) I've got it right here. I don't know what you're talking about." Yeah, Uh, I got a recording, (laughs) but but definitely, Uh, yeah, guys. So we appreciate you listening this far. As I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, like, share, and subscribe. It really helps us out. We really appreciate your support. And um, the uh, we uh, we'll be back next week to talk some more Western sports. What next week we have? It's, it's not a Tuesday game, is it? Is it a Saturday game again? <sighs> it's the fifth, oh, which is it's next Thursday again. So we got another Thursday game. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. definitely check usually, back next week. Go ahead. Yeah, usually. Um, now that we got the new TV deal, there's there are a lot more uh, week middle of the week games. Um, yeah. So a lot of our games will be on 
Thursday in the month of October. Um, let's see. Yeah, we'll be on. Actually, we'll be on a Tuesday on the 17th. Yes. So on the 11th, we will talk. Tuesday against Liberty. So on the 11th, we will actually talk about the Jacksonville game that happens the next Tuesday. Um, And like Mac said, then we'll have, good Lord, and then Liberty's on the 24th. Like, this is, I I do not like midweek games. This is one reason this TV deal was awful. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, I uh, check back, check back next week, guys. Um, we will have another episode next week. We appreciate your support, like share and subscribe and, um, Western football is playing Thursday, which it would be today as this is being posted. And that game is at seven 30 PM, uh, Eastern time, six 30 PM central. Hey, and don't get the deal. Get out of here without a prediction. Did I thought I gave a prediction. It. I know we're running. Yeah, I thought I was- I don't think I so. typed it up, but I know we're running. Um, late, I said 31 24. I said it'll be closer than yours. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't, I That's think fair. Western's offense is going to, I think Western's offense is going to do well, um, but I think it'll be within a touchdown. Um, I That's don't fair. know if our defense will have all of the um, wrenches out of the mix, but I think they'll have some. And I think, uh, I think we're going to do well. I think we're going to start getting some traction here. And uh, this is going to be the turnaround for Western. So let's hope the guys can pull it through and, you know, see how everything goes. Yeah, I, I start. we started doing that iOS 17 thing, and I just got distracted. I, I, I know where my yes, child gets did. her distractions from. Um, <laughs> but, yes, so this week we've got uh, the Mutt. We're going to beat them. Uh, Matt has said that let's we will beat them. So it is, back it down is, to Nashville. <laughs> Send them back to the uh, the little country club that they went to um, by the trailer park. And uh, But uh, definitely check us out next week. We'll be back. Um, but as always, guys, go Tops. Go Tops. Beat middle. Go Tops. Beat middle. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Yeah, peace out, homies.